welcome to another episode of Simplify Your Business, Amplify Your Life. We have a wonderful treat for you today. We have a guest on our podcast today, Amelia Stamen of Virtual Amelia is a copywriter and email marketing strategist who helps entrepreneurs and coaches form connections with words that lead to conversions. She had the honor of helping dozens of coaches save time, make money, and feel relieved by taking the writing off of their to-do list. She provides copywriting services for emails, website, and sales funnels. As a mom of two, she thrives in taking care of her family and running her business. I want to thank you for being a guest this week. I'm so excited, honestly, to have you on this podcast. So tell me a little bit about the kind of reactions that you get when people know they have to do some sales copy or writing content and that kind of thing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, first of all, Jill. Um, And yeah, the reactions people get are just a hesitation, um, frustration eventually turns up. But really, it's it's procrastination. They just yes. don't want to do it. It'll keep pushing the task. They'll keep pushing it later. And eventually, I'm working with some people where it's two or three years, and they don't have something you know as as simple as a welcome email sequence in place to help them warm up their 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 cold leads and everything. And so it ends up being years of being procrastinating tasks. So that's really the mindset that I see that um, when coaches come to me looking for help with their copywriting. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? I know it's like you can sit down sometimes and maybe you have advice on this, but you can sit down sometimes to write your content, whether it's a blog or whatever. And it's just like everything goes blank. And it's like, I don't have a thing to say to anybody. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's pretty common in the blank page, you know, the blank page scaries is, is definitely a thing. Um, you said if maybe I have any advice on it. And the only thing I can say is just like, let it out. And, and sometimes for some coaches, I find that verbalizing is a lot easier for them than writing and, and typing. So if that is you, then you can use a software like, um, you know, a, a voice transcription software and you can record your voice and it can write it all out for you. It's not going to be perfect, of course, but at least you'll have a starting point from then, which you can edit and move around and add to and different things like that. Um, and then another thing is just set a five minute timer and just start, you know, a lot of times that's the hardest part is just starting. So set a five minute timer and that's it. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to start. And if nothing comes in those five minutes, then walk away from the task and return to it another time, another, another couple of days later, um, if possible. And, um, at least those five minutes will have gotten you a good start or not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like sometimes, um, when ideas come to my, to mind that I want to like talk about on the podcast about or whatever, it's never at a time where I'm ready to sit down and just like write stuff out. It's always like at a time when the most inopportune time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like standing in line at the grocery store, right? (laughs) I got to remember that. And yeah, if that's not written down, that doesn't happen. So yeah. Um, but I'm excited because I want to hear about how you write copy that converts in like three simple elements, like you were talking with me um, earlier on. So I'm, I, I'm going to kind of turn it over to you and let you kind of explain that to us. So the three simple tips that I have to write copy that converts, I'll call them today, the three I's. 
Okay. Um, and I kind of, when I was thinking of this, I'm like, oh, it's like the concept of the third eye. I don't yes. know if you're familiar with yes. the, the, it's the, yeah, the third eye where you can see beyond perception and it's like, you know, a spiritual realm thing. Yeah. It's kind of just like that. So we're going to talk about our three eyes today. So the first eye is your ideal client. Now, this is the element of copy that really helps you to speak to one specific person and doing this research on the ideal client is you may have heard like create your ideal avatar what kind of demographics it goes more beyond just the basic demographics you need to get into their fears you need to get into their like what they really want out of life what they're really trying to get out of buying whatever you're trying to sell um because a lot of times it's not just like they're not buying a course. They're buying it for a reason deep down that's seated in their heart or in their in their head that they're really trying to transform. So you need to figure out what that is in order to speak to that so that they can see when you're writing, you know what they're feeling and they understand that you know how to get them from place point A to point B. So some techniques as a copywriter that I use to do this is, um, well, like I said, research. So as a copywriter for my clients, I will have, I would like to research their um, current and past clients. And that helps me get into and hear from their mouth, not from the client's mouth of what they heard the client say. Um, no, from the actual client of what they experienced taking that course or taking, you know, experiencing that um, coaching session with that coach and really hearing it straight from the horse's mouth, as they say. <laughs> yeah. um, another, another way is doing online research. And that can be in the form of like online forums. We have little, whether it's, you know, Yelp is not used so much anymore, but it still is to a point with certain services. It just depends on the service and the niche that you're providing of where that search is coming from. And as a copywriter, experienced copywriter, you know where to go to first. Sure. Um, so I, I, you know, I frequently use Reddit to do this. I'll even use Facebook groups and kind of just scope creep on what people are saying about certain services and things like that. Um, so you're really just looking for what people are, are saying when they're not being told what to say or when they're not being recorded, so to speak, um, that you want to hear it from them in a way that's not being catered to what you want, to what they think you want to hear. Sure. Yeah. And, also, and then also reading, you know, testimonials, of course, helps and um, doing a quick competitive analysis on whoever your direct competitors are to see what, how are they explaining the same concept? What are they using? Um, and you don't obviously want to take it word for word because that would be plagiarism, <laughs> but using that as inspiration and just kind of like that stepping stone to get you started. Awesome. So get it. <laughs> sure. Sure. So that's the ideal client. client. Ideal yeah, that client. was the first I. Okay. <laughs> ideal client. The second I is, I'm going to call it industry okay. because I needed an I. <laughs> Perfect. It works. <laughs> so um, what industry um, are you trying to attract or work in? And basically this is niching. And a lot of people with this have a hard time, of course, picking and choosing just one thing. You know, like I want to help everyone. I want to help all the moms, <laughs> yep. so, you know, it's, it may not work so well in your favor. If you try and do it that way, the really great thing about niching down and similar to the ideal client 
is that you are speaking to that one person. You are speaking to that one pain point um, that they're trying to resolve. So I, in my business, I say that I work with coaches and course creators. That's a niche right there. I'm not saying I work with all entrepreneurs. No, yeah. no you know, I don't work with dog trainers. I, I, that's just not the people I want to write for. Yeah. So it's kind of something as simple as that. Um, and you can get really specific on it or just kind of generally specific like I do. Yeah. Um, but even so, it'll help you speak to that person and it'll help that person see themselves in the copy that you're writing to them. Yeah. I'm all about the narrowing down <laughs> and I get it because in the very beginning of business, I thought the same thing too. Well, I could probably help people in a lot of different ways, but you know, when you narrow down, you actually get more people. You're speaking to that person. And so when, when a bunch of people go and look at your page and no, it doesn't speak to them specifically, nobody's going to buy it. So you can have a thousand people look at your page, but if you're not speaking to them specifically, they're all going to say, this isn't me. This isn't for me. This isn't going to help me. Right. Um, but when you're speaking to that one person, you'll get that sale. Um, yeah. And you'll, you'll, you'll get that. Uh, oh yeah. They can help me ditch my, my fears. Um, they can help me overcome the overwhelm. You know, they can help me as a, as a single mom of two trying to navigate in, in this life, you know, so you really want to speak to that um, yeah. specific person and, and that niche. It takes some research and it takes some trial and error. Sometimes you may start in one niche and decide, you know, I don't really like this. I don't really like working with either these type of people, or I don't like offering this kind of service, or I don't like writing about this particular topic. In my case, I've come across a couple of topics that just feel icky in that <clears throat> they weren't like scammy or anything. It was just a darker topic that I didn't feel very nice writing about. Right. So that was my personal experience. And like, it's okay to change your, your business is not set in stone. Your website can be updated. Can all be print, changed. We yeah, can it can pivot. all <laughs> We can pivot anytime. I think that's exactly. a very good point though, because sometimes we start out in a niche and then and there's this, this quote, as we were mentioning earlier, I recently attended, this can get really hairy for some people. You, <laughs> might start, <laughs> you might start to uncover some truths about yourself that you may or may not like, but that's what's going to help you write better copy. Once you figure that hard work out, you'll be able to speak to that individuality. Your brand will be speaking the way you speak and you project yourself the way you want someone to see you or that the way the world, the way you think the world should see you. Sure. Um, so yeah, once you figure that out and there's, you know, as, a, as I'm a conversion copywriter, I kind of do a lot of everything, but there are copywriters that focus specifically on this. It's amazing. And I kind of didn't realize, I guess I realized it, but I didn't actually come across any of my personal life until I attended this conference, but they are literally copywriters that literally just focus on your brand voice. They'll help you uncover what makes you unique as an individual. They'll help you uncover that brand voice, make sure that it's consistent. And some of them, some of these ladies will even help you pick out outfits that will portray yourself in a way so that your website is like cohesive and everything's on par with each other and your brand voice. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, but that is like, you, you don't really think about that, but it is really critical, you know? Mm -hmm. And like you said, you might find things out about yourself that you didn't, didn't really like, but so many 
Um, our society tells us everything that we should be doing, you know, graduate high school, go to college, do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and we fight against a lot of that, especially an entrepreneur, because they have a whole different mindset. But oh my gosh, how important is that? It the is, yeah. Individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that'll help you just, that's good. what's going to set you apart from all of the other coaches or entrepreneurs out there is what makes you individual. Um, that's, what's going to attract the people, the difference between if you're, if you're a life coach, if you're a life and mindset coach, and there's another, you know, million other life and mindset coaches, someone's going to choose you because of you. And so that you need to figure out what that is. And you need to be able to speak to that. And that needs to come across in your writing as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, you think just sitting down and writing a piece of content is just <laughs> whatever, you know, but there's a lot that goes into it that we don't even, that we don't even think about that can make or break a sales page even, you know? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And it's, and it comes across and it kind of, all of these things will help you write anything. Once you have these things down, you'll be able to have a, a clearer picture to be able to write that sales page, to be able to write those emails, to be able to speak. So you're not sitting down and writing a stuffy email because you feel like that's how you were, you know, taught to write an email like, hello, Mr. So-and-so. No, you write how you want to write. That's, that's what's going to make you unique. And so that's going to come across in all of your copy and really help you convert with your audience. Sure. Oh my gosh. This is, this is great. This is honestly <laughs> great stuff. Because again, like I said, we don't always think about when we sit down to write stuff, how we need to, the things that we need to keep in mind so that we're mm -hmm. speaking to our ideal audience. So templates and, and formulas and all of these things are, are the, those two things are actually super popular in the copywriting world because we're, as copywriters and as teachers, we're trying to help people write copy easier so that you might come across like formulas and templates. Templates can sometimes be very helpful, um, but they can also be very stiff. Um, so if you come across a template, just kind of like, I don't know, I guess what I'm saying is take it with like a grain of salt. You know, um, it's not going to be your, 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 your holy Bible that you're going to be writing from. Um, but the formulas, copywriting formulas are very specific and are very true to how they work. So an example might be using the, the, um, peso formula, which is the, um, oh my goodness, I'm blanking on, on what it stands for, but we'll come back to it. Um, I, we'll do the ADA attention, interest, desire, and action. That's the ADA formula. That is proven in the marketing world to help bring re uh, your reader through their buying decision. So following those formulas are actually super important. And a lot of people are like, no, no, I just want to write it how I want to write it. You should probably follow the formulas that have been proven to help your readers convert. And that's what I'm trying to make the difference of between the formula and a template. Formulas are kind of your go-to. The templates are just there to help you get started, I guess I can say. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> Are there any like resources that you would suggest to somebody who's trying to do their own copywriting that have helped you along the way or two main resources that I actually use when I'm doing my writing. And one of them is called Grammarly. It's a, it's a website and a Chrome extension. And I think they even have a phone app, but it basically checks your writing as you're typing. It checks for grammatical errors, but it also just checks to make sure that it, everything is, you know, spell checked and all of that. That's more of the grammar, which 
doesn't always apply in copywriting, to be honest, but it is helpful because sometimes you may be using a software that doesn't actually have a built-in spell checker and all of this. So it does it for you. The other one that I really like, and I always use is actually called HemingwayApp.com. But those two are my um, favorite resources to use. And then of course, I have some resources that you might find helpful as well. Yeah. Um, I do have a 10-point checklist that you can use in your revision stage to make your writing more concise. Um, and you can get that at my, my website. The direct link for that is www.virtualamelia.com slash checklist. And my name is spelled fine. So I need to put that out there. So it's A-M-I-L-I-A. So www.virtualamilia.com slash checklist. And we'll have that, of course, in the show notes and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so what, out of the copywriting that you do, what would you say your favorite? Right now, I'm really liking emails, whether it's sales and or nurture or welcome emails. I kind of, I, I gravitate towards the emails. There's just something less, I, I guess the finality of it is like less more so people are a little less attached to e emails yeah. than they are to their website copy. So um, it just makes the process a little bit more fun for me to achieve. Um, and, and then I like also in the, you know, as well as my copywriting, I do actually offer to, to implement and design them. So I just like seeing the final email go out and all of that. It's just fun, obviously, to see your copywriting get published. So <laughs> sure, sure. So when you work with your clients, you will write like, like, let's go off of the whole email thing. You'll write their welcome email sequence. And do you set that up then for them or? Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the fewer-ish copywriters that are currently um, offering both the copywriting and the implementation of them. So I'll help you design and set them up and then even integrate it into your website and create a landing page that you can use to promote um, if you have a freebie opt-in that you're trying to use. So yeah, I kind of I'm a one-stop shop for your welcome yeah. email sequence. Yeah. Um, I don't do that for all my copywriting services, but I do do it for the welcome emails and for the emails, basically. Yeah. I know I, I talk to a lot of people that always struggle with that part. And like you said, at the beginning of the show here, we you have a client that sometimes it's years before they ever get that welcome sequence in place. And so mm -hmm. I know there's listeners out there have the same thing where they need to get it done. It's just the automation part of it, setting that up kind of just like stops them. So then they exactly. end up procrastinating. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm really good with technology. So I've used multitude, uh, a multitude of email service providers, obviously based on what the client uses already, or my suggestion, I like to at least give that help because yeah, if, if you're not going to be able to implement my copy, what's the point? What's right. the point of me writing your copy for you? Right. Uh, I want to see it out there as much as you do, you know. So yeah. um, I do help with that point. Oh, that's awesome. Do you do you have anything that you any advice that you want to leave the listeners with that maybe I didn't ask about, or is there anything you wish I would have asked about? <laughs> just the I don't know, I guess just the advice of, yeah, you're not stuck with one thing, you know, and it's the same thing, whether with your service offerings or with the niche, like I said, or even your ideal client, you're just, it's not, you're not stuck with it. And it took me a little while to, to get that. And sometimes I even still like, am I doing the right thing? I think we all, you know, have question. that kind of, yeah, we all question that. And maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but 
you'll figure it out in the end and just don't be afraid to change it. Everything on your website, all the writing can be changed. Um, yeah. So I guess just leaving you with that little nugget of thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Again, why don't you just tell the listeners where they can learn more about you then? And, and we'll have the links in the show notes, but if you want to leave it here, that would be good too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my website is www.virtualamelia.com. That's um, V-I-R-T-U-A-L-A-M-I-L-I-A.com. Um, and then I'm most active on Instagram. Okay. And my handle there is virtual.amelia. I was going to say .com, but it's, <laughs> it's so easy to say that. <laughs> so it's just my Instagram handle is virtual.amelia. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Oh, Amelia, I love this. I love this. I love this. So I want to thank you again for sharing all your knowledge with us. And um, hopefully we can have you back on again sometime. And because I know you have other things that you definitely <laughs> could share with us. Um, but be sure to check her out, go out to her website. And again, those links will all be in the show notes. So, um, but thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for having me, Jill. You're welcome. <laughs>